So, well, it was a good week nine, a good win for the Patriots yesterday, and we got a lot of good games to talk about heading into week 10 of the 2020 NFL season. We can't believe we're already in week 10 of the NFL season. We got lower own friends inside the NFL beginning right now. everyone, welcome to Loro and Friends inside the NFL. I am your host, Loro. With me today is Ben Kirst. We'll get CJ and Kenny back here another day. So, Ben, how's it going? And uh, how about that Patriots win yesterday? Hi, Loro. Uh, it was ugly, but, uh, it, of course, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, all we asked for was to, to see if the Patriots find a way to win that game. And, of course, it was a throwing way to win it. Of course, it probably wasn't the best way to uh, to win that game. Um, and I know, I know. Of course, you had you know more of a blow type score. I I had more of a closer type score, and uh, I knew it'd be close. I didn't think it was going to be this that high of a bunch of scoring, but uh, I, I thought the defense, the secondary, was uh, really flat. I thought, and then uh, I thought the offense was basically a big big reason why they won and um you know i think that you know just find a way to pull that game out and of course moving to, uh, to this week against a really tough opponent where they're gonna have to play much better football against the ravens but um it was awesome to see them find a way to pull that game out with one so, good win for the patriots I, but a win is a win despite it was being an ugly game mm-hmm. yeah i mean they, they pulled it out and uh I think I just think that the best part was, no matter how it came down to, uh, to get that W, especially with some of the games that they've, you know, they've lost, um, and some heartbreaking type games. You'd figure that, uh, you know, maybe you could turn that around, uh, and, and try to get one on your end, and the pass were able to find that yes yesterday. So, uh, but that being said, though, they have to play a lot better. Um, you know, against better better teams uh, because, of course, it's going to come back to bite them at some point. But I thought that uh, there was some bright spots um, for for the for the team, 
And, of course, uh, the kicking game this year, in which it was kind of a question last year, uh, folks been quite uh, quite well this year. Um, they didn't really have to pay a lot for him either. Um, I'm still kind of baffled, actually, why they decided to draft a kicker. But, uh, you know. And then, of course, the, the news of Dalton Keene and uh, Asiasi now are both in the IR. The Patriots have to find ways to uh, see if they can get production at all through their tight ends. Uh, because I just think that it, it just opens up more of a playbook and they are just so limited on terms of what they do offensively. So the, the Patriots, uh, you know, they people think, oh, should they, should they just tank and stuff like that? I, I don't like the narrative of that at all. Uh, but I do think that the, the, it's going to be a really tough row for them ahead of them. Um, and I think that it's just a team that, that needs to figure out uh, what they do well and what they don't do. Yeah, so we were talking about that. So the Patriots did defeat the Jets 30-27. to The Jets have a bye week this upcoming week. The Patriots get ready for the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get our game pick for that. And we'll also dive deep into Patriots-Ravens on Friday on our Patriots talk show on Friday. Sounds good. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk more about the game against the Ravens. So. So the next, so here's a here's a developing story. So we have some breaking news here. So the owners unanimously approve a playoff contingency plan, meaning that there could be eight teams in the playoffs instead of the seven that the that the owners and the players agreed upon. But also, we found out today that Ben Roethlisberger and four other Pittsburgh Steelers were added to the COVID list because Ben Roethlisberger, Vance McDonald, and, and two others tested positive for the coronavirus. I did see that. Um, I actually, I think it was reported that Big Ben didn't test positive, but he was deemed cl- uh, close contact. So uh, for a team that's undefeated, of course, that's a huge blow uh, potentially for their for their winning to continue, continue to happen. Uh, of course, uh, we'll have to see the status of how that game goes on. Sunday. But, well, I think uh, I think that game will be will be a go on Sunday. I think uh, I think that uh, what's his face. I think that Roethlisberger will test negative twice, and I think he'll be good to go. Uh, hopefully, that's the case because of course you want the best of the best in your team, and he's been playing really good football uh, for for them. So um, another thing about Baker Mayfield was he tested positive last week, even though they were on by, and um, you know they. They're supposed to, uh, if he tests negative tomorrow, it sounds like he'll be cleared to go for Sunday. So, I mean, that's good news. That 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 would be good news for for the Browns, and I and apparently too for the Browns, some good news, especially for fantasy owners, is Nick Chubb's going to be coming back this week. Reinforcements like. coming for the Cleveland Browns. It could have happened at a good time. So, with that being said, let's talk about uh, the other game we're going to discuss is the Las Vegas Raiders defeating the the LA Chargers. 31-26, boy, if Justin if, – if that tight end caught the ball, the the Chargers would have won. But he acted – but replay showed he dropped the football, and it just show, told you that uh, the Chargers yet again suffer another loss. I'll tell you what, man. I'm, I'm starting to – I'm starting to feel really, really bad for Charger fans. Uh, they – they really, uh, they've been they've been battling uh, through at least for this season. They they have a great quarterback. They uh, 
you know, I think Herbert's going to be their future. And of course that's great news, but it's just the matter of the ways they've been losing. It's just been utterly complete heartbreak. I mean, they're right up there with the Falcons and like, you know, teams are just bound of just giving up leads like this, like constantly, you know, over time, it's just like, it just must be so tough for that to happen that way. So, uh, I mean, I think the Chargers are going to be able to win next week. They got the Jets. So, I think that, you know, Charger fans can breathe a sigh of relief in terms of the fact that, you know, we don't have to worry about playing another close game because I think that the Chargers playing close games, I, I think that they're really holding up and kind of make, making sure that they that they don't get to, like, a final possession or drive because it just seems like they can't get the job done. Yeah, they can't seem to get the job done. You're pretty much right about that. So, with that being said now, let's talk about uh, – so, with that being said now, let's uh, talk about some top five power rankings through the first half of the 2020 season. So, number one for me is the Seattle Seahawks. Number two for me is the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three for me is the Green Bay Packers. Number four is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and number five is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think I'm going to go number one is Kansas City. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with the Saints. Number four, I'm going to go with Seattle. And then number five, I'm going to go with, uh, I'd say Tampa Bay. I'd say Tampa Bay number five. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing – I mean, the thing is uh, – so, I think I think it's a good list, but I really think that uh, – I really think that if you look at it, I think it, when it's all said and done, really, you could, you could see a Seattle and Kansas City Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I just I, – I, the, the Seattle defense still kind of worries me. Uh, they, they, they've – Every single week, they've, they've really given up a ton of passing yards. And as good as Russ has been, I mean, he's been kind of iffy here and there. Uh, it's tough for him to consistently put the team on his back week in, week out. I mean, you're going to have to have some success finding ways to stop teams on the defensive side. And the, the whole entire season so far from Seattle just hasn't been that way. Um, now, I do, see them, I do see them making a push in the playoffs. But in terms of a Super Bowl or here and there, I mean, I kind of trust the Saints more in terms of kind of where they are. Uh, they're getting some reinforcements back, uh, like like Thomas and Sanders. And, uh, you know, you're able to kind of see what that defense did on Brady. Uh, you know, Sunday night, I mean, uh, that was twice on a really good high-powered offense uh, that Tampa Bay has. That defensive front uh, really put a lot of pressure. And, uh, you know, if they continuously put pressure on teams like that that are extremely good and uh, really well run, I mean, coaching-wise, I'm not too fond in terms of how Arians has done some of his game planning at times. But you could see that the Saints defense, uh, you know, can make plays. And, and they, they might not have big household-type names, but, uh, you know, guys like Cameron Jordan and Tamara Davis, they, they will make plays. So I, I would not rule out the Saints. I, I just – the only thing about the Saints that I just worry about is kind of their time in the playoffs. It's just like it seems like the, the regular season they have everything what they have going for them. They just get either really unlucky or they just kind of fold towards the end. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, so that's that's what uh, 
that's what I that's a good point you have there. Now with that being said, let's talk about our top five tight ends through nine weeks of the twenty twenty season. So we have Travis Kelsey number one, Zach Ertz number two, Hunter Henry number three, Darren Waller number four, and George Kittle number five. Uh I'm gonna say Travis Kelsey number one. Uh I mean I'm I guess we can go Kittle still number two. Uh I just think that, that he when he's healthy he is really solid. Uh, I'm going to go with Waller, number three, Mark Andrews, number four. And then, um, yeah, I'd say Hunter Henry, number five. Um, the, I'm trying. I'm just trying to think who, who else has kind of been the standout at tight end this year. Um, trying to think here. Um I mean, McDonald's been okay for for the uh, Hooper. Hooper's not bad for the Browns. Uh, Jared Cook hasn't been playing that bad for the Saints. Um, I mean, I guess you can argue a bunch of guys from number five uh, for tight end. That there are some guys out there that uh, that aren't too bad. So, all right, now let's go to our. Our week ten pick. So let's start with Thursday night football. So my Thursday. So the Tennessee Titans take on the Indianapolis Colts. So really, if you look at it, Tennessee, I think is the team to beat in the AFC South. But the Colts are just in the thick of things. So with that being said, my pick. I'm going to go first with my game pick. I picked the Tennessee Titans to beat the Indianapolis Colts by three points. And that former Patriot Stephen Gostowski kicks a 20-yard field goal to win the game. Okay. Um, I'm, picking the, I'm picking the Titans uh, to win this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a great great game. One of the best – one of the probably one of the best Thursday night games um, on, on the calendar for this season so far. A division-type game. Uh, two decent quarterbacks that are playing, uh, you know, decent football. I mean, Tannehill – it's been a great story. Um, you know, he's, he's, of course, using Derrick Henry to his advantage a lot, giving the ball. But, I mean, when you have King Henry, I mean, you know, you have, you're basically a, a really big win-win uh, situation. Uh, but uh, I really I really think that the Titans will be able to find a way to pull it in the end. I just think that they, uh, you know, We'll see how we'll see how that game goes. I think it's gonna be a really close game. But uh we'll have to uh see for Thursday. It's it's gonna be a really good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh good coaches. Um defensively they they're both are pretty good and, and mentally sound. I mean the Titans had uh you know, a quick uh, tough stretch against the Bengals and I mean they had they're right down the wire against the Steelers. And then they, they had a good bounce back against the, the Bears, which the Bears have a great defense. So uh, I'm picking the Titans. I mean, the Colts, they have a good defense. They they, they real, actually did really good against the Ravens for a lot of that game on, on Sunday. But then it, it wasn't enough at the end. All right. Now let's talk about uh, the, the Sunday night football pick. So our team, the New England Patriots, take on Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think it's going to be easy. But I do have faith in the Patriots. I think they have the momentum heading into Sunday's game. I picked the New England Patriots to beat the Baltimore Ravens by three points. 
And Nick Folk is a hero again. All right, man. I mean, he's been he's been kicking well. I I I gotta tell you, uh, I just think that the Ravens are gonna be hard to beat. Uh, you know, even going into Foxborough, I think that, uh, especially too with uh, the defense for the team, uh, after what I saw against, uh, you know, one of the worst I think I would say offenses. You know, on paper coming in, they're only averaging about you know, ten yard, ten, ten points a game. Uh, and the Ravens, of course, average about twenty yards or, or twenty points a game. I keep I keep thinking yardage for whatever reason, but um, you know the thing about the Ravens, though, that you might be onto something is they haven't been as dominant as last year. They, I mean, that they definitely have. Some, uh, you know, weaknesses in their game. Uh, Clayus Campbell is going to be out too. It sounds like for Sunday, he's going to be out for a couple weeks. So that's a big loss for them. Uh, he's a good player, but uh, you know they they have Lamar has a really good uh, you know weapons he can throw to. I mean, uh, Brown's good, uh, quick, elusive. Of course, they have uh, Ingram. Depending on if Ingram comes back, that that'll be a huge loss. It's lost continuously if, he, if he's not there. But J.K. Dombas has, has been uh, decent at running back. But uh, if, the, if the Pats are somehow can get some guys back and healthy, they can get a lead. They can kind of stay within reach. I mean, I wouldn't rule the Pats to uh, you know not win this game. They could. That would be a big confidence boost after kind of people saying, well. You know they they beat the they beat the Jets, but you know that's the thing. Uh, you know with the team, but if they could beat the Ravens, that'd be a great. Piece. Yes, that would be. So I think that could happen. That may happen, but let's see what happens. So let's talk about Monday Night Football. So I was going to pick the Bears, but I'm not really confident in the Chicago Bears. Their offense is still not that great. But I like Nick Foles, but I don't trust him to, at times when it comes to late game situations. So with that being said, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. I really think the Vikings are making a late push here at the right time. I will go with the Vikings too, uh, but just because it, it's Monday night in Chicago, uh, I'm going to go with the Bears at the end. I uh, think that, that Nick Foles will make a couple plays at the end. Um I'm not a huge Matt Nagy guy, but I do still like their defense. Uh, so, with that being said, I think Dalvin Cook's going to be having a great game. But I think they also could find ways to stop him down, too. And um, I do think that, uh, the, 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 that the Bears will find a way to win um, in that game. Oh, you're right. I think they will. But now that being said, now let's talk about who's going to win between – so that being said, let's talk about our locks and upsets of week 10. So my lock of the week, we don't have to discuss this, the Packers over the Jags. That's a for sure lock. And then my upset special is my hometown LA Rams defeating the Seattle Seahawks. That's my upset special. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to have to go through the games here. Let me take a look at. Um, I mean, 
that's a good lock. I mean, the Packers are going for the Jags. I mean, the Jags are definitely in the rebuilding phase, and the Packers have a really good offense. So I, I, I could see that um, as an option. But I'm going to take a look right now as we speak. So let me take a look here. Uh, another lock could be the Browns over the Texans. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, I think that them, especially now getting uh, Chubb back, uh, Baker's going to probably be ready to go. Um, you know, I, I just think the Texans have have some have had some good moments here and there, but they're just not been consistent at all. Um, upset. I'm going to pick the card. Yeah, the Cardinals over the Bills. Um, did I say last week one of my upsets was the Dolphins over the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, it might have been, been actually. And I and I and of course I I got that one right. Um, you know, of course the Tua and Kyler is going to be a great match. But this but week it's going to be that. Tua versus Herbert, which we'll get to in just a minute here. Yeah. Um, but there, there's actually low key a lot of good games. This coming uh, weekend, use there's a lot of up and coming great quarterbacks battling. You know, um, you know the Washington football team and the Lions. I mean, that's not really something to be excited about. I mean, I, it is a it is kind of an awesome story to see that Alex Smith's going to be able to, um, you know, kind of be a full time starter now. After that, pray for Kyle Allen. I mean, he had a really big uh, gruesome injury that kind of happened. Um, and of course, you never want to see that. So, are you ever. saying that one of your but, other locks uh, is uh, Lions over the Washington football team? I mean, I, I, yeah, I was, I'd say that. So, tell me again uh, who your locks on up, who's your lock of the week, and who's your upset of the week for week 10. Okay, so I'm gonna go with the Browns as my lock, and the Packers as my lock, and then my upsets, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals over the Bills. And uh, yeah, I'd probably just go Cardinals over the Bills. Uh, there's a lot of other ones that I could, there's a lot of other ones I could look at, but I highly doubt. I mean, the Panthers, the Panthers battle it out at the end of the Chiefs, but I think that Brady's going to be coming out playing really solid. Especially as we've seen this year with him having kind of bad games, he always takes it better in the next one. So it's going to be tough to uh, to, to see to see the Bucks lose uh, this coming weekend. But there's always a chance. All right. Now- plus another plus another thing too. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Larry, but another thing to monitor was Christian McCaffrey came back on Sunday, which is great to see. But then. Apparently he's going to be out for a little bit longer. So of course that takes him out of the game plan. Of course he is a lot of their offense. All right, let's go to our rest of our week ten pick. So Bengals Steelers. So mm-hmm. I mean let's. I mean hopefully the Steelers can get Ben Roethlisberger back, but Joe Burrow is going to make some clutch plays. So with that being said, I'm going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna pick the uh, the Steelers too, but I think the Bengals uh, are gonna give them a run for their money at, at times in this game. I mean, you look at what happened in the Dallas game. The Dallas had to use a third string quarterback, and he pretty much 
kept him within the Steelers' reach for a lot of that game. The Steelers, I know that they have an undefeated record, and, and I'll give them a lot of credit, but they're definitely a beatable team. I think I think pretty much every team this year is extremely beatable in some way. Uh, you know, the Chiefs have been close in a lot of games, in which the last couple of years, Mahomes, they've kind of pulled games, you know, away in, in a way. But, I mean, they, they've been a lot closer in games than years, you know, a couple of years past. Um, and I'm not sure if it's the lack of practice time and stuff in the offseason, but uh, it just seems like a lot of the teams are scoring a lot of points at will um, this year. So, I mean, it makes games fun in a way, but the defense, I think, slipped a little bit for a lot of the better teams. And I think that, you know, that's why you really can't take a lot of bad teams lightly or for granted. So, um, but I am picking the, the Steelers to win this game, especially if Big Ben comes back. He, he'll be able to, uh, to score points, especially on a Bengals defense that I'm not too keen on. Yeah, the Bengals defense is going through growing pains. The only bright spot is Geno Atkins. But everybody else is just young and rebuilding. Now, let's go stay in the Pennsylvania teams. Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles looking to come off their bye week and, and start a streak of wins against Daniel Jones and the 2-7 and seven New York Giants team. But really, I'll tell you this. I really think that the, the Philadelphia Eagles, they're better than their record says they are. But the Giants... They only have two wins this year. Two of those wins have come from against the Washington football team. But I'm going to pick the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game, and I really think the Eagles are going to get another big win against the Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants, to be honest. I, I really liked um, what their you – know, the record is 2-7. and seven. Yeah, I mean, you can give you – know, you know, you could you know, bash them all you want, but – they they were close against the Buccaneers. They um, they've been a lot of close games. I think mentally, um, they they know how to stay within reach and, and of course handle adversity. Um, and I think that it's a really good division type game. Uh, Sanders is coming back. I think Austin Jeffrey for the Eagles. So I mean, there's some decent reinforcements there. But um, I don't know. I I really like. Uh, what Jones did last game. Um, if Jones turns the ball over, though, which he has the ability to do a lot, um, uh, they're going to lose. That, that's the biggest thing. You give you give another team, no matter what record they are, if you turn the ball over several times, and the Giants have had that tendency to, your chances of winning are not that good. So you're pick. However, so you're going to pick the Giants. So you're going to pick the New York Giants. Yeah, I think that I think the Giants are playing really well um, when they don't turn the ball over, and even if they do turn the ball over, um, a lot of the time they stay within reach of games and they fight hard. So I'm going to pick the Giants. All right, now the next game we're going to talk about is Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions going up against the Washington Football Team. Looks like it's going to be Alex Smith versus Matthew Stafford. And with that being said, uh, the Lions came off a of- Tough loss last week against the Minnesota Vikings, but I'm going to pick the Detroit Lions to beat the Washington football team. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Alex Smith will keep them in the games. Don't underestimate him. But I just think that Matthew Stafford and the Lions are going to come out on top. Yeah, I'm the Lions too. Uh, this is kind of a, you know, 
uh, a, a game that is not going to excite a lot of people. But, uh, you know, of course you have Alex Smith, a veteran, a guy that's been within the league playing against Stafford, who's, who's of course, been a, a veteran around the league as well. Um, you know, you got Peterson, of course, uh, who played with the Washington football team before the Vikings. So there's some friendship that way. Um, you know, there's a couple. There's going to be a couple bright spots. I mean, fantasy wise, there might be some breakouts here and there for that team. I mean, Hawkinson is a good tight end. Hawkinson might be my other tight end that I'm really liking this year. Um, you know, he's been kind of under the radar, I think, um, with the with the with the Lions. But yeah, I'm picking the Lions to win. All right, now the game. Or the next game we're talking about is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off a a loss that nobody saw coming against the Saints last week, going up against an upstart Carolina Panthers team with Teddy Bridgewater. And we don't know if Christian McCaffrey is going to be playing this game, but really both te- both offenses are going to be fun to watch, and it's going to come down to which offense is going to score the last points of the game. So with that being said, I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I'm picking the Bucs. I think they're going to rebound. They realize what uh, happened – Against in the disaster against the Saints, um, you know, but they they have the last couple weeks. Um, even the Giants, their first half's been pretty poor, especially defensively. Uh, lots of missed tackles, lots of uh, big plays that seems like they've been giving up. But um, I think the offense will get things going. Uh, I think that Antonio Brown might, uh, you know. Get get better over you know a couple games, and I think that this game could be kind of a good start. Uh, and I think that Godwin and, and Evans will find ways to make plays as well. So I'm going with. Uh, You're with me on the Tampa game. Bay Buccaneers beating the Carolina Panthers. I think it's going to come down to a touchdown or something like that. Yeah, I especially if McCaffrey's out. Um, you know, I just don't know how much I, I like Bridgewater. Don't get me wrong; I think Bridgewater is a very fun player to watch. Uh, he took he he was really fun to watch against the Chiefs last game, but they uh, they had to find somebody that's kind of a closer at the end of games, and I just don't think they have really any to to kind of get them over to that next step. All right, now let's talk about who's going to win between Justin Herbert versus Tua Tagovailoa as the Chargers take on the Dolphins. So. With that being said, I'm going to pick Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Miami Dolphins, but I will not be shocked if Tua goes 3-0 and in his first three starts as an NFL starter. Uh, I just can't trust the Chargers right now in terms of the way that, they, that they've been playing. Uh, at end of games. I mean, I love Herbert, and he's been a great story. Don't get me wrong. They have a lot of great guys around but when it comes to the execution at the end, that that that's just not it's just a team you just can't trust and and the big in the big time part of the game. So I'm picking the Dolphins. I think two is going to continuously. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to have a huge game this one. I think he, you know he might make a mistake here or there. Their defense has really been a great story though, and I think that uh, they might be able to actually give Herbert some a little bit of trouble uh, in this game. Uh, you know, they, they, Kyler Murray did have a great game, though, against them. But, uh, you know, th- this is going to be a fun game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely the battle of two guys that are really um, just kind of getting their career started. 
and um, you know, looking forward to that game. Absolutely. Now the next game we're going to talk about next is Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders taking on Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos. So let's start with the Broncos here. Drew Locke is a good fourth quarter come fourth quarter quarterback. What I meant to say is, but really. Drew Locke is developing. He's continuing to get better, but he almost led another improbable comeback against the Atlanta Falcons. So, and the Las Vegas Raiders came off one of the most unlucky wins that we've seen against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So with that being said, I'm going to pick the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Denver Broncos. You picked the Raiders? Yeah, I picked the Raiders. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Raiders too. Um, the the Broncos just seem to want to just start the games in the fourth quarter, um, and um, of course, like you want to finish strong. But the the Broncos, of course, it's it's a 60 minute game for a reason, and it just seems like. The last several weeks, uh, even that game against the Charge, I mean, they struggled quite a bit. So I just don't trust them right now in the sense of them playing full 60-minute complimentary football. Uh, Locke has had some decent moments here and there. Fourth quarter has been great. But, um, you know, as a whole, I think a lot of that team is, is quite young. And uh, the Raiders have a lot of great veteran core players right now that are doing well. Carr's been doing all right. Jacobs is playing great. Aguilar's been a great pickup. He's still a Waller, who's been a great tight end. So I'm picking the, the Raiders to win this game. But uh, I think the Broncos will continuously play well in the fourth quarter, but it's just not going to be enough. So it's going to be in Oakland, another Las Vegas Raider win. Yep. Next game we're going to talk about is this one is one of your upset picks. So you have the Cardinals over the Bills. I have the Cardinals beating the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I, the Bills against the the Seahawks. I mean, don't get me wrong, Josh Allen's been great this year. He's been a great story. I think he's going to continuously be great. But uh, the the Cardinals defense, I think, is going to be able to help to, to keep Allen a little more in check. Um, and I think that if you can keep him in check, um, you know, he's a little bit more. Uh, susceptible to making mistakes. And uh, I think that if Kyler Murray can make plays continuously, which he has been, get his guys ready to go. Um, you know, it's funny to think that a lot of people thought the, the Cardinals would be Tua uh, and um, the, the Dolphins beat uh, uh, Kyler. But Kyler's been a great story. They're a really fun team. And, uh, well, I, I'm picking the Cardinals to win this game. Uh, we We'd love to see them beat the Bills, who are at the top of our division right now. But the Bills have been a great story, too, so I give them a lot of respect. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, with that being said, next, the game we're going to talk about next is the 49ers playing in New Orleans. So, when you look at it, is this is a shorthanded 49ers team, but looking to get some reinforcements back by the time that those two teams play when Ayuk and Samuel back. But really, I think the Saints are still the better. After last week, if you look at the Saints, they're still a better team in the NFC South. They really are. Um, you know, Breeze has really played 
great football, not just this past Sunday, but he's been playing good football for a while. Even when guys are banged up, he, he started to get things going. I think he was starting to get things going a couple weeks ago against the Panthers, and he's really turned it up a notch, which, of course, great quarterbacks like Drew, um, you know, usually do. But, uh, you know, I would have potentially gone with the Niners if, if they had everybody healthy, potentially even, which, which is, of course, saying a lot. But um, don't have a lot of faith in Mullins at all. Um, and, uh, you know, Ayuk and Samuel might give, give, give some help, that, you know, I, and I think they will. And Sherman might come back, but I just think that the Saints, after that beatdown on Sunday, I just think they're going to be too much. Yo, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, with that being said, Ben, I will see you on Friday for Patriots Talk, and you enjoy the rest of your night. You too, man. Uh, do we go through the pick of Seahawks and Rams? Oh, yeah, I wanted to. I want to go through that with you. So, sorry about that. No worries. I was just. I was looking. On, I'm on uh, the NFL website, and I just think that we didn't go so through that one. So let's talk about so who's what, winning this game. Do you like get, the Rams or the Seahawks? I picked the Rams. They're my upset pick. I'm going. I'm going Seahawks. I think that they that they'll rebound, but I think it's going to be a high scoring game. And then, and I think. Wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you're saying about that high scoring game between the Rams and Seahawks? It's going to be a high-scoring game, and I, I just think that, that Russ will make a little bit more plays. I think he's been a little agitated with the way he's been playing, and I think that um, you know he'll, he'll be able to make some plays in this game. But I think that'll take a little bit of time throughout the game. And I think the Seahawks' defense really just has to find ways to stop the football. They really do. Um, and I think they might be able to make some plays at the end to uh, give them a little bit of spark. So I'm going with them. Uh, so uh, – and then, and then also, did, did you say you want a Green Bay over Jacksonville? Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Low Road Friends Inside the NFL. And we'll see you all Friday for Patriots Talk with Low Road and Ben on Friday. We'll talk about the Patriots-Ravens game. And we're also going to talk about news and notes around the AFC East. And also talk about us, the standings, and much more. Sounds good. Talk then.